You're listening to the Robert Hartley Games Master Podcast. The following is audio from my interactive tabletop role-playing game series, Twitch Tales, which plays out through my Twitch channel, Robert Hartley GM. The chat act as a hive mind collective to control the actions of the main character, while all of the NPCs in the wider world is controlled by me. Enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 55 of Twitch Tales. Where did we leave off in episode 54? Well, Apis had just started an ambush. Apis and Charlie had just started an ambush with Enola, the green dragonborn and head of the three dragonborn guards. The fight went relatively well, uh, with uh, Enola being a, a polearm master. She was able to keep a distance from you and still attack and then attack you as you entered her melee range, at which point she uh, she got a crit on Apis at one point. Uh, but with Charlie's spells and your fantastic uh, aim with a bow, you managed, to, uh, you managed to get the drop on her and critical hit right at the moment at most importance, made sure that she is an ex-Dragonborn. Uh, and then with the, with the body, you uh, convinced Charlie to destroy it so that uh, it would not be able to be traced back to your uh, you having a hand in her death. Uh, Charlie messed it up with some spells and then also set it on fire to, to for good measure. Uh, by doing so he set the surrounding forest on fire uh, on purpose to kind of cause as a distraction um, for, for both Lucifreak the green dragon and the undead in the area so that you can hopefully escape back to the dome. Charlie then uh, decided that it was high time that he um, bucket back to the um, that he bucket back to uh, Fondurg to the town to help the reinforcements that are on their way, um, help them with information, everything that he knows about the situation that you're in, and uh, and and get them prepared for Wander's forearmed and all that. So he turned into a horse and galloped away, while you turn, uh, turned tail and ran back to the um, to the dome, looking over your shoulder as if you're in, in fear of Charlie chasing you. Uh, apparently, according to your your official story, uh, you will you you uh, were overpowered. You and Enola were overpowered by an ambush from Charlie. Uh, he attacked you. He killed Enola and burned her body, and then he chased you back uh, chased you away from the area. And given that you only had three arrows, uh, you couldn't really do anything to fight back too easily. Uh, you made it back to the dome, whereupon you discovered that there were no uh, bugs around for you to explain your um, your arrival. Uh, so no door was opened for you, but being that you were vulnerable on the outside, you uh, got your bedroll out and pushed your way through the wall. You had no choice. Uh, you felt you had no choice. And then once you got inside, um, Lucifreak, uh, just as you climbed the ladder and got back to bed, uh, Lucifreak uh, arrived home. And that, as far as you know, is your is your official story. What actually happened was that you got back inside and found that the dome was dark, pitch black, in fact. Um, and with, and relying on your dark vision, you found the Dragonborn's hut and found it abandoned. They were uh, they were either not in the hut or they were up in the um, up in the mezzanine, or they were not even in the dome anymore. You found that the um, the weapons room to the dragon's hut was still locked, uh, but then on the uh, heading out into the dome it's itself, the dome proper, up into the uh, mezzanine floor of the Wood Elf village, you found that there were no dragonborn at all, 
and the elves that remained, the captives, they were all huddled around in the mess hall deciding on what their official story was. Once they begrudgingly decided that they could trust you, they let you in on what had happened. Pakrish and Zakar, the two remaining dragonborn, were attacked uh, with a series of uh, series of fortuitous circumstances from the other captives uh, taking taking place to give them advantage. Uh, the alchemists had spiked the um, the dragon uh, the, the dark vision potions of the dragonborn, giving them um, uh, give, uh, making the, the the potions run out early and uh, and giving them blindness essentially, uh, giving them disadvantage on attacks. The um, alchemists had also created a series of pesticides to kill all of the bugs that were acting as spies around the area. Um, the cooks had and had been for a long time. I'm not sure if this actually came out in conversation, but uh, I don't mind saying it now because it's one of the things that happened during the battle. Uh, the cooks for a long time have been microdosing the entire entirety of the um, the captives with uh, resistance to uh, well, well, microdosing them with poison from the dragon breath uh, that the alchemists had been capturing, and so um, all of the uh, elves of this village have resistance to that particular uh, dragon breath poison. Um, the uh, the only spellcaster of the captives um, has prestidigitation and was going around cl uh, clearing out the blood and the smell of, uh, of breath weapon attacks. The um, carpenter had been providing people with uh, various tools, uh, chisels and whatnot, to use as improvised weapons. They'd basically all been coming together. Oh, another one that I don't know if it came out last time, but um, the... Uh, the the guy who uh, who crushes down hemp and uh, nuts and seeds and things had 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 taken from the sorters for a while now uh, various peppercorns and been grinding those down into a powder that people can throw in uh, the dragonborn's faces and use like a pepper spray essentially uh, so there were lots of lots of minor things that each of them had been kind of for for the three years that they've been captives or I think it's about three years that they've been captive they'd all been working on minor things that they can do to uh, to help out if and if if and when this um, revolution ever happened, uh, and then all it took was someone as headstrong as Charlie to uh, kind of go around and put all of these things together, come up with that plan, uh, and then put it into action. So uh, after they'd sort of explained to you all of these things that they'd done, uh, they also explained that uh, the carpenter had managed to tunnel out of the the dome uh, through the through the uh, center of a tree trunk which heads up above the canopy of the dome. They used that to get the bodies out of the dome and threw them down the side, buh, 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 tumbled down to the base below where the one of the farmers was waiting, the farmer who raises pigs. He took the bodies to his pigs, chopped them up and fed them to his pigs uh, so that the bodies would not be f um, discoverable. I believe that's all that the plan, all that was told you about the plan. You, you then explained your side of things and how the ambush had gone with Charlie and Enola. Um, and then you went to bed. You, um, you went to the meditative hall, absolutely shattered from a long day of rest, uh, a long day of uh, adventuring. And just as you were lying down, <coughs> opens up this portal in the top of the dome and in swoops, uh, in swoops uh, a very angry Lucifreak who screamed, What the hell is going on here? He's very angry it seems, um, for various reasons. You're not sure how much he knows yet. 
So that's where we pick up today. You, Apis, are absolutely exhausted. It's the end of a long day. Your maximum HP, as you can see over there, is 56, but your current HP, I think, is 19. So you are you are you are low on health. Uh, you have no um, inspiration or lucky horseshoe rerolls. Uh, you have no spell slots. You do have 18 arrows squirreled away in your bag. Um, you are aware that if anybody catches you with these arrows, if, if the uh, dragon catches you with these arrows, then the, the, the game is up. Um, you're not meant to have any arrows on you. You're also not meant to have a hunting knife on you, but you do. You've got a, ki a large kitchen knife. So what do you want to do? Do you want to stay here in the meditative dome and pretend to be asleep and, and try and sleep through the dragon being here? Or do you want to go out and... Uh, and try and act as if you're in command and you're you're taking charge and you say, don't worry, Lucifreak, I've, I've got this, my lord. Uh, pay deference to him. Do you want to do you want to go out and try and lie to him or or do you want to hide? Do you want to pretend like you're not even here? What's the what's the plan? What's Apis thinking? Leave the panpipes as a last resort. Let's not start off with a war crime. <laughs> Can we hide the things we stole in Enola under the cushions? Uh, the Arrows and the hunting knife, can you hide them under the cushions? You can if you want, yeah. Stay put here. We're stinky, so we'll know we we'll know we're here. I'll stay and hide our weapons, stash the stuff. Alright, so the first question is do we stash the arrows and hunting knife? Or do we keep it on us? And try and hide them on our person, like in our bag. Um, put a thumbs up if you want to stash the weapons somewhere in the meditative hall. And then go out to talk to him or something or, or whatever like keep them off of your person in case you're searched put a thumbs down if you want to keep them on your person in case you need them Ooh, interesting there's more yeses than nos but it is close so i'm gonna have to put this to a poll so that i get an official number and i don't have to count up these emotes in the chat do we want to stash the arrows and the knife do we want to just stash the arrows but keep the knife hidden on our person do we want to stash the knife but keep the arrows on our person or do we want to keep the arrows and the knife Obviously, I'm using arrows as shorthand for the arrows and, and the bow, uh, but you were given the bow for part of the hunt, so it's not unusual that you would have the bow, which is why I didn't include it in the um, in the uh, poll there. We were given one bow and three arrows, and if we try and tell you know if we try and tell Lucifreak that we were attacked by Charlie and he overpowered us and made us run, but we still have three arrows on us then he would definitely be like, you didn't get a single shot off at him. So keeping any arrows on us might be suspicious if we are searched, but we have a bag, we have a satchel bag um, in which all of this stuff is stored. So there's a chance that he won't even check us in the first place. All right, with only 37% of the vote, only, only just over a third of you want to stash the arrows, but keep the knife. So let's see if I drop off the bottom, bottom 9%, that wouldn't be enough to bring that above 50 but 27 would be enough to bring that above. So I'm gonna to have to do a re-poll. What do we keep on us? Nothing, stash them all. Knife only, keep the knife stashed on us, or keep a knife and one arrow and stash the others. Either way, because the two top options, uh, which amounted to more than 50% of you, uh, wanted to stash the arrows, we are gonna be stashing the majority of the arrows, but whether or not we keep one of them is down to this poll. 52% of the vote deciding to keep the arrow and the knife so we will keep one arrow and one knife as as uh, lucifer comes tearing through the roof what the hell is going on here uh, he snarls and uh shocked uh, back into a state of definitely awake oh god 
Uh, we think if he catches us holding these weapons, we're screwed. The knife's easy enough to hide. Uh, it's basically just a kitchen knife. You take it out, you stick it down. Where do you, you want to hide it? In the boot? In the bag? In your waistband behind your back? Where, where, would, you, where would you store it? Um, in the boot? Uh, boot, boot, boot. A couple of people saying boot. So you, uh, you take the knife out and you stick it down the side of your boot and then you... Um, uh, you get the bundle of arrows out uh, and looking under some pillows in the corner here, you stuff them right up against the, the wall. Right up against the wall and then you stuff a pillow right up against it and another couple of pillows on top of that uh, to make it look like it's kind of like a uh, been used to meditate, um, uh, uh, to sit against uh, for one of the elves to, to rest. Um, then you take one of the arrows and you place it in your bag. Uh, it's uh, not that suspicious for you to have a single arrow on you if you, you feel. Uh, you grab the bow and then what? Do you, um, you've, now you've, you've got your weapons that you're going to keep. Are you going to stay here inside or are you going to head out and try and talk, talk your way out of this thing with Lucifreak? Who else is in the room with you? Um, as far as I'm aware, nobody else was in the room with you because elves don't need to sleep. They just need to meditate for a few hours. So most of them are, are either not meditating yet or they're not they're not feeling like they needed to. The um, Cassandra does need to sleep. So does uh, Nim and Logan. Uh, so let's think. Nim is not in the room because he last you saw right before Lucifreak came home, he went back down uh, to ground level to um, try and place the bracer back on Tauchu, back on Tauchu's dead body. Um, so you're hope hoping that Nim had chance to actually get that done before Lucifreak um, arrived. Uh, as for Cassandra, she was part of the meeting and she was being, she was still sort of being, not interrogated, but she was being drilled on the uh, the, the, the fake story that they're going to give. We should unstring the bow so we can see it's not a readied weapon. That's pretty smart, Sparrow. But then obviously it's not a readied weapon in case something goes down, you don't have your bow. We should rush out and fall to our knees in front of Lucifreak. If we're really panicked to the point we push through the wall, we'd want to tell him everything immediately. Is that right? Is that what people want to do? I need to uh, make ourselves visible to Lucifreak? Yeah, I think we need to go see. Yeah, everybody's kind of in the on the same page, it seems, that you guys want to... Um, uh, we we want to we want to get out there and and uh, and talk to Lucifreak immediately. Get ourselves uh, prostrate here. So we 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 um we put the bow over our shoulder, uh, need, needing to have it ready, but also not wanting to show that we're holding it as a weapon. Uh, we're still visibly bloodied. We're at nineteen of fifty six hit points, so we're we're still visibly bloodied and scratched up. Most of that damage came from just pushing our way into the into the dome. Um, but we, we get back out onto the, the balcony just as other people are starting to come out from their respective houses and, and look out. Uh, and, and we can see in the in the spilling out lantern light of um, that have now been relit from uh, Thanali, we can see that the, uh, the, the, the large dragon <clears throat> has slammed down onto the, the, the floor of the, um, uh, the dome here and is up on his, his hind legs looking around. <laughs> He seems to sort of calm himself down a bit. Where are the gods? Uh, Belladel, the elf that kind of took charge, the larger cook, he steps to the side and says, Lord Lucifreak, the, the gods, 
Uh, what is it? Out with it! Lord Luciferic, I, uh, I, I don't, I don't wish to anger you. Tell me. They, they left. He looks around, as if he's checking out the lower ground of the the walls. He sees the uh, hole in the wall that you pushed yourself through, with the the uh, tattered bedroll still in it. And he walks over to it. They left through here. No, my lord. They opened a portal. They opened a doorway. Impossible. I I don't know what to tell you, my lord. They 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 left. Did they say where they were going? My lord, I I don't wish to anger you. You will anger me by not answering my questions. Get down here now. All of you, down here on the ground. Immediately the uh, Nim, who is halfway up the rope ladder, stops and comes back down to the ground. Other people are starting to come back out of the, uh, the, the their houses now. Everybody is out onto the mezzanine looking over the balcony, yourself included. Everybody starts to make their way down uh, the, the rope ladder. And he's pacing back and forth like a very, uh, very angry cat. His, his, uh, if he had fur, it would be, it would be up at the shackles at the back. He's, he's quite clearly not, uh, not hiding his, his frustration and anger in this situation. There's, uh, there's, there's, there's green wisps of smoke at the sides of his mouth as he pants. You get down to the ground. You're one of the last, um, and uh, and once all of them are gathered in front of you, he says, "Tell me from the top, what happened here tonight?" His eyes go across to to you, Apis. You returned. I don't see a Charlie in your grasp. What happened on the hunt, Apis? He ignores the rest of them and starts walking towards you. He towers above you. He's up on all four legs, but he is using them to his full advantage. He is definitely holding himself straight and tall to uh, to fully tower over you, which he already would, even uh, even with kind of bowed legs. So he's ignored the rest of you, and seeing that you have returned as well, he's uh, he's not as interested in their story as he is in yours. So what do you do? What do you say? Just give the story, no extra details. You're giving the story of uh, Charlie and Enola and the hunt and how it happened, right? And ambush, Charlie's, Charlie's ambush. Okay. Try and stick to the truth as much as possible. Make it by lies of omission. Yeah. Lie of omission. Definitely, Apis has definitely been percolating on this ever since the Charlie ambush, um, and even before that, you were already starting to think, "How am I going to explain this to Luciferic?" You, uh, you do your best. You have done your best to run over in your mind this uh, this this ability to lie by omission, rather than outright lie. Just telling telling them that uh, you turned round and there was an ambush. Uh, Charlie had ambushed Enola. You turned round uh, and he'd started to attack her. She attacked him back. Uh, and then he, and then Charlie, uh, 
Charlie burned the body after after she was dead, um, and then you ran. All of those things are true. You've made it sound like you've sort of misled instead of lied outright. So I'm going to allow this to be a performance check rather than a deception check. You're not proficient in either, so it doesn't actually make a difference, but uh, it makes a difference for how you feel about it anyway. You're not deceiving him. You are Well, you are deceiving him, but you're, you're putting on a performance of, of telling a story that you've already practiced in your head. Either way, this is going to be a plus one to charisma. <laughs> we took 20 to lie by omission. <laughs> nice try. We thought about it a lot, so advantage, maybe? Afraid not. I'm afraid not. All right. The practice of light should give us advantage to the roll. No, the practice is uh, is is changing the DC of uh, of what it would be. It is not giving you advantage on the roll, but it is giving you it is um, changing the DC of what uh, what it would take to convince um, ch uh, convince. Lucifreak in this moment. And that DC is also affected by his current state of mind and what's on his mind, uh, what, what what he's thinking about and things as well. Give us inspiration because you like our faces? Mm, nah. I don't like your faces that much. Alright, where is the... I'm trying to find my dice cam. Here's the dice I will be using. It's one of the bone dice because that's what I have on the table. So it's this plus one. And you do not have any rerolls, so let's see how well you tell this story. <laughs> well, thus, thus, thus begins today's session. So, advantage, right? <laughs> we just needed a zero on the end of that. You couldn't have fudged it, it was on camera. It's your dice. You rolled that. I can fudge anything that's behind the screen. <laughs> but I can't fudge your, your, your rolls. Your rolls are just your rolls. Okay, so with a three on performance. You do not do a very good job of it. You very quickly find yourself talked into a corner where you have fucked up the wording so much so that you can't you can't finish the sentence without a lie within without it being an outright lie uh you've you've you started the sentence in the wrong way and so you can't omit the thing that you it would be too obvious to omit it so you in, instead lie about it you end you end the sentence but it's a lie and because you have that split second of oh shit what have i done i need to lie now that shows on your face and so you have a, you have a three on your performance, and you you uh, you end up lying to him about what what had happened, and his eyes just watch you silently the whole time. His panting stats a little stronger. I... Turns away from you. The rest of you. He gets down real close to Cassandra. What happened here tonight? Um, 
Lucifreak, I, 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 I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. She starts crying. Uh, it's real hard, real uh, easy for her to do because she's absolutely, genuinely terrified of this gigantic, freaking dragon face right in her, right in her, her, her face. I, do, I don't know what happened. It's okay. You're not in trouble. Tell me what happened to the guards. They, they started shouting. They were shouting about it. It was in draconic. I couldn't tell, but they, 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 they said a couple of words in in a language I understood. They, 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 they shouted that they were. It was unfair, and they, they deserved more. And then they, and then, and then I, I was inside. I was trying to sleep. They, they, I couldn't. They, then I heard the, the wall open, and they left. Now that's how you lie. You there. I don't think I ever got your name. We haven't had time to get acquainted. He stalks over to Nim. What happened here tonight? Um, my lord, if that's what you're going with. You would do well to, run, to remember your respect in this moment. My patience is thin. It's as Cassandra says. They were shouting in Draconic for most of it. I couldn't understand. But the two of them were very angry about you leaving them. It seems that the thinner of the two of them, whatever his name was, he was particularly angry that you didn't take him on the hunt. And he left. How did he leave? He went to the wall and said something to it. Uh, the other one caught up and they started arguing in Draconic, but then a moment later the wall opened and they left. This is impossible. Apis, tell me. Why is it that I saw you talking with a rat? A large rat with a woody exterior. I can only anticipate that your friend Charlie had the same abilities as your friend Briar and could turn into an animal. And yet you didn't fire on it. Tell me why! Tell me why I shouldn't just bite your head off right now. challenges you. It seems he saw you through the bird that flew nearby. What do you say about why you talked to the rat and didn't attack it? Are you going to try and make out like it wasn't Charlie in wild shape? Or do you want to make out like it was a different rat or, or that uh, you were trying to lull Charlie into a false sense of security as if you were his friend and then attack him or Oh, maybe that Charlie threatened us that he would kill someone we cared about if we talked. That could work. Maybe. You could go down that it's boring if your prey comes to you. I'd rather have a hunt. He would definitely re he would definitely appreciate that and respect it, given that that's how he hunts as well. It would it would maybe make you out as if you have more draconic tendencies of your own, if you appeal to that need to hunt, that arrogance. Maybe you just go down the arrogant route of you thought that you could uh, you could get him. 
or that you you were asking a rat. It was a different druid, not Charlie. Interesting. We didn't believe that he was acting alone, wanted to discover his co-collaborators. That's a good one, Tree of Dave. That's pretty clever. I like that. All right, all right, all right. Cool, 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 cool. All right, let's put this to a poll. There's a lot of cool, very clever options coming in here. What to say? Apis, all of these options run through Apis's mind in the moment, but which one do they settle on? Charlie threatened us, or threatened our family, or threatened someone we cared about, so we didn't want to attack him right then. Uh, it was just a regular rat. It was another druid, and we were trying to get information about where Charlie might have been. We wanted a decent hunt, or, or uh, we needed to find his co-conspirators. All right, with 57% of the vote, uh, Apis wants to to make out like they, they were talking to Charlie, yeah? And Charlie was in wild shape, but they didn't kill him because they wanted a hunt. So you make out like uh, the arrogance of the moment. The arrogance of the moment took you. You try and lean into what it's like to be a dragon. You have studied, you have studied dragons. You know what they're like. You know that they are pride, uh, prideful and you know that they are uh, arrogant and you know that they like to hunt. You know that especially Lucifer likes to do it because he could have just killed Charlie when he uh, when he was uh, not conforming to the rules of the uh, the dome. But instead he set him free and uh, and caused all of this commotion himself. So you know that um, his arrogance can come back to bite him in the ass and you, and you kind of lean into that hoping to word it without uh, lying. However, it is a lie. It is a lie. That's not why you were talking to him. Um, you try to say that you were you were wanting to want, wanting the thrill of the hunt. This is a straight up lie. So this is going to be a deception roll. Uh, you prefer the green dice, I believe. So I'm going to use the green sparkly dice for you. Let's turn on the dice cam. Dice cam. Eleven. 11 plus 1 is a 12. 12 is not great, but it is above average. You lie to him uh, saying that you wanted the hunt. You, uh, you, um, you're sorry about uh, omitting this before. You were, uh, you were embarrassed that he, uh, that he managed to trick you. You try and, you try and claim that the lie that you were caught in before, the, um, the, the well, not caught in, but you, the lie that you clearly <laughs> were making before, was because you just claimed to have been hunting Charlie and then you found him and he ambushed and, and, and Ola died. But now you say, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have omitted the fact that I talked to him already. I, I, I was just embarrassed about it. Uh, I talked to him because he thought I was still his friend and I was wanting to make him aware of the fact that I wasn't his friend. But in the same way, it's not, a hunt if they come to you thinking that you're friends then you're just amber you're no better than a crocodile at that point just waiting for your prey to come to you i don't want to be a i don't want to be a a a, 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 a little bug just just hiding in wait wait i'm not a spider i don't just wait for my prey to come into my hands i'm a hunter i go out hunt i need to find him so i told him uh in that moment that because of our our once friendship i would allow him an, a, a minute head start and then I waited a minute and then I went after him. I wanted the proper hunt and I'm sorry, I, I should have killed him in the moment, but I just couldn't bring myself to, to be that cowardly to hunt something that had come to you. It's it's disgusting. Um, you do your best to try and to try and put across that feeling. 
uh, and you you do a 12 uh, at it so we'll see how that plays off so we have defectors and we have a dead in order well no matter there's more of where they came from and let's be honest my children he turns and sort of starts pacing away from you it seems that in the weakness leaving the town all it means is that we grow stronger as a herd we grow stronger together Bakrish and Zakar leaving us all it merely means is that we will be well decorated tonight I will not stand for such treachery Apis Take charge. I will be back soon. <laughs> and he takes off to the skies. His wings go out and beat. And as they do, uh, I'll just have strength checks from everybody present. Um, about about two-thirds of you fall over. Um, as you fall to your backs from the, the beating of his wings... He takes up, uh, he's, he's up to the mezzanine uh, level within uh, a couple of seconds. And then whoosh, the, uh, the the doorway uh, opens up in the dome. Whoosh, his, uh, the door closes immediately behind him as he, as he um, leaves the dome. You don't buy it, he knows we're lying. There's a good chance that he's, uh, he's, he's playing some other game right now. Um, but he seemed to not attack you at the very least uh, so if he does know you're lying he hasn't made good of his promise that if he ever catches you lying again he kills you and he's left, he leaves the dome people start to get to their feet <sighs> need to take 20 to do a perception check for spies inside the dome alright ads as you, uh, as, you, as, you as this, as this uh, thought comes to your mind you, uh, you sort of help people to their feet and people start to, um, to talk do you think he bought? And then you immediately sort of like oh, hand over the mouth, and you, and then you lean right down to their their uh, their ear and say, "We don't know. We don't know what he can hear or what he can see. Keep your fucking mouth shut." And then you shove that person, and they kind of, and you take on the persona of you being in charge now. Right, everyone, you heard him. I'm in charge. Back to work. You give that command. Everybody turns and starts to climb the ladder again. And then you start to patrol on the ground floor with your arrow out, uh, with your bow out. You start to walk around the perimeter, and you start to look for bugs in the walls. You start to you start to look for rats, rodents, squirrels, anything that's come in through the wall, the the hole behind where you you came in. Uh, you look as best you can for creatures in the area. Essentially, you take twenty to do a proper thick. Uh, proper thick, proper um, studious perception on the area. And because you're taking 20 to do that, it's about... Uh, it's about 15 minutes or so of you walking around on the ground floor, tired, before you realise that there are odd sort of lumps uh, on the ground. Um, there are There are large sort of mounds of dirt... Uh, that you're pretty sure weren't there before. 
And as you go over to investigate them, I'm just going to roll investigation, see see if it's any good. 15. 15 plus your investigation, 3. 18. As you investigate it, you realize that it's recently churned dirt and that it is essentially a very large molehill. There is a very good chance that the mole and or the badger have been in this dome recently or they are still in on, under the ground beneath the dome. As you're thinking this, you're, you swear you feel the ground rumble just a little bit beneath your feet. There's literal moles in the dome, yes. There is a mole. We have a mole! Um, so, what do you want to do? You are in charge as he's left. It is late in the evening, it's late night, um, and you need to get a long rest if you're going to get any of your stuff back. But if you go off and get to sleep, there's a chance that the dragon will know about it, there's a chance that the mole will know about it. You could theoretically put somebody in charge and say, hey, I need to sleep. You, stand guard. And then you're like, you're, you're delegating tasks as, as somebody in charge would do. Put two people on patrol and then sleep, delegate. Are the lights lit? The lights are lit, yes. Do we take a short rest and recover some HP? You could do that. You've got five hit dice that you haven't used yet, so you could use a short rest of uh, various... Uh, up to tw two and a half hours to get back all five hit dice if you want. Could put Belladel in charge. Belladel seems to be the one that's in charge um, anyway, the most in charge of the elves, so you could put Belladel in charge. We speak Draconic, why don't we speak by the dirt, the mole is near, and say, I know you're there, and come up with an excuse to get it to show itself. Could do two bread Tom, yeah. We do need a long rest in order to get back a bunch of our stuff, like our spell slots. Put the girl who everybody hates in charge, yeah, that could be a good idea. Better tactical decision than someone who gets on with everybody and might be kinder to them. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm, lots of decisions to make. Belladil and Tisharu in charge, and order that our bedroll gets repaired. All right, let's uh, let's 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 put it to a poll. Um, I think this is I think this might be a series of polls because I'm going to need uh, a couple of uh, a couple of different things. Um, rest question mark is Apis going to try and get any kind of rest? No rest. Stay on guard. Keep the pretense up that you're uh, you're on Lucifer's side and uh, and you keep keep patrolling in case the moles attack or anything so keep uh, have no rest at all have a short rest uh, try and get some health health back but you won't get your spell slots back or have a long rest obviously having a long rest means that you you need to do something to make it look like you haven't just disobeyed Lucifer's command to be in charge can't command them effectively managers delegate oh it's a tough one right 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 uh, lot definite strong arguments either way but with 67% of the vote, two-thirds of Apis Mind decides that if, they, if, if anything is going to go down with this dragon, they need to be properly rested for it. And so they, uh, they decide to go for a long rest. Now, what are you going to do about in charge? Delegate? Question mark. You're going to go for a long rest, but who are you going to put in charge in your stead? Do you go to Rathal, the woman who is hated by everybody? hated by everybody um do you go to belladel the cook and de facto leader the mouth of the group the one that was just talking to um uh, lucifreak telling him the story do you go to tisharu the sassy guy that uh, has been uh, um 
annoying the guards for ever since they arrived? Or do you go down to the ground floor and, and talk to the moles and badger and be like, yo, I need to go to sleep. Take over. Can we go to sleep in the Dragonborn's house now? Potentially, yeah. You know that there's no Dragonborn around and uh, and you've, you've been put in charge. You can probably go to the Dragonborn's uh, lair. Uh, the, 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 not really a lair. The Dragonborn's sleeping arrangement. Sleep in an actual bed for once. All right. With 67% of the vote, we decide we're going to put the badger or mole in charge. So we, um, as we notice that they're, uh, they're there, you think, oh shit, he's um, he's left somebody to look over me. He's 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 testing that I'm I'm actually going to be in charge. And then you think, no, actually, I could probably use this to my advantage. I know that they're there. So you you walk over to one of the um, the mounds of dirt and you just kind of like push it, push some of this soil off. Hey, and you pat pat the top. Hey, excuse me, wake up, up here. Mole, I'm talking to you. You say this in Draconic, obviously, because you need to be able to talk to him. Uh, up here. Hello. Stamp on the ground a bit. Up here. You start to hear some rumbling, and then you feel it starting to quake a little bit beneath your feet. And then up through that uh, that molehill, these large claws, it sort of bulges and bursts open as these large claws come out, about the size of... Uh, like a, almost like a cow's body, but with shorter legs. Pushing up is a long snouted, uh, long green scaled uh, snout of a half dragon mole, a large one. Um, what is it? It says in Draconic. Uh, Lucifreak, uh, our, our father, our lord, our savior, he has uh, left me in charge of these uh, despicable treasures of his. But we need to sleep. We're uh, tired. It's been a long day of, of uh, exploration. Um, we need to we need to rest. You're the, uh, I'm delegating to you. You need to you need to keep watch. Make sure that they don't come out of line. However, you're not meant you, you are not to attack them or damage them in any way. If any of them step out of line, you come and get me. I'll be in that hut over there. Are we, are we in agreement that you're going to go and sleep in the Dragonborn hut? Put a yes, a thumbs up, yes, if you want to sleep in the Dragonborn hut on a proper bed. Put a thumbs down if you say no, you're going to sleep elsewhere. All right, most people saying yes. This is the majority, not a, not a uh, uh, what's the word? Not a unanimous decision, but a majority at the least. I'm going to be in that hut over there. You wake me if anybody uh, causes any trouble. Also, is the badger around, or is it just you? Daddy left you in charge. Yes. Daddy left me in charge. Answer my question. Badger is not here. Where's the badger? Badger is with Daddy's other lair. Right. I'm going to go sleep on that hut. You, t you just stay on the ground level. Just keep an eye out. If you see any, anything untoward, you come and wake me up. Understood? Yes. He comes, climbs all the way out of the, the um, molehill now and uh, starts walking around. Ant Mole's blind. 
No, they've just got they've got bad eyesight, but they're they're not blind. And moles have uh, tremor sense, so anything that is in contact with the same surface as them, uh, they can feel them. Daddy's got two families. Yes. Insight check. What are you insight checking for, Tempest? Just seeing that the mole is uh, is going to obey your commands, or what? Checking that he wasn't lying to you about the other lair, or or the badger not being here, or what is it you? you're not trusting pull the mattress out of the hut and put it on the ground outside so we're not using the hut without permission insight checks good idea retrieving our stuff before sleeping seems like a good idea but do it quietly this is a half dragon mole yes he's speaking to his indraconic he's half dragon half mole moles have great hearing probably Let's see if he's lying about the badger's location all right that is a, oh, is that cocked? I'll err on the side of being nice and say that that was cocked. It was definitely not a five. Uh, that one is the same amount of cocked, but it's an 11. So I will go with the 11. Insight is a plus two, so 13. With a 13, um, it is hard to read. You are not used to speaking with, uh, with half dragon moles so you have nothing to read on the face the facial expressions just don't give anything away like a humanoid does uh, its body language doesn't seem to give anything away uh, and draconic isn't your first language so it's hard to tell when somebody's lying to you in another language uh, you'd say that there's there's a chance he was lying about the badger's location but you're not sure uh, you meant that that might affect his vision. Yeah, yeah, he might not be as blind as a regular mole because he's a half-dragon mole. And dragons have very good eyesight, so they could probably cancel out. Or he's got one dragon eye and one mole eye, <laughs> and he's just blind in one eye. But ironically, he's blind in the dragon eye. Um, leave our stuff up in the hut. I'm sure one of the elves will find it and toss it to us if it's needed. Uh, so you leave the leave the uh, 17 uh, arrows that you hid up in the um, the sleeping hut. Can we tell how old or strong he is? The mole? Um, you are familiar with nature. Let's roll your nature check. Uh, two. Um, two plus your nature is a three, which is five plus forest bonus because it's a forest animal. Does forest bonus apply? Do moles even live in forests? I don't really think they do. Uh, no. Um, moles probably live around forests and things but they're in like open plains aren't they more, more than forests i don't know maybe they're in forests either way i'm stretching to give you a, a forest bonus here and even if i did it's only an eight uh you don't know you don't know who you don't know how old he is he's even even if you knew stuff about moles you he's a half dragon and he's massive so you do not know how old he is um, all right, do we retrieve the arrows from our hut, uh, our sleeping hut up in the mezzanine, or do we just go straight to sleep over in the uh, dragon hut? Do we retrieve the arrows? Put a thumbs up in the chat if you want to retrieve the arrows. Put a thumbs down if you want to leave them where you are. You currently just have one arrow on you. With our insight check, did it seem like he knew that we that we were in charge already, or was it genuine? Again, hard to tell. With a, with a uh, 13, it just wasn't enough to read, a, read his expression, unfortunately read anything that he said. That doesn't mean you have to take him at his word, like you can be doubtful, but you're just not going to get confirmation one way or another from me. Ooh, right down the right down the line on this one it seems, you are pretty, pretty, uh, I feel like this is going to come down to like 50 some percent of the vote here, so I'm going to have to put it to a poll. Do we retrieve the arrows, yes or no? 
Have we used the bone dice in this period? When do they reset? Have we used the bone dice today, guys? Somebody will have to remi remind me because it's been one of those adventuring days that takes several sessions of game time. Have we used them? Yes, we have, people say. Yes, we used them. So we have used them. It means that we can use them again, but there's an increasing chance that they will lie to you if uh, if you use them more than once in a day. Oh, yes, you knew if the you used them to ask whether the plan would go according um, to plan. Uh... And, uh, and you got the answer of yes, it would. With 63% of the vote, Apis decides to retrieve the arrows first. So you give this command to the uh, the uh, mole, and then you say, I'm just going to go tell the other elves that uh, what the plan is. I'm going to tell them that I'm going to be sleeping and you're in charge and they're to do what you tell them. Uh, I don't think many of them speak uh, um, draconic, which is why you have to come and get me if, uh, if anything happens. Uh, and then you head up the rope ladder, you head along and you start giving orders to people. Did I say to come out here? You can stop looking at me in that way. I'm in charge and you'll do as I say. Yeah, really leaning into the um, tyrant with power, uh, trying to trying to emulate a dragon as, as much as you can, uh, emulate the dragonborn. Um, and then you're leaning into people like you, you're sort of like somebody will be in your way and you'll grab them. And you'll put you'll you'll sort of pull them towards you as if you're like shaking them or something, but you'll like get into their ear and say, um, "I've left the dragon. I've left the mole in charge, but I'm gonna go and rest. I need to be. I need to be. Um, I need to be rested if uh, if anything goes down. Uh, get out of my way!" And you'll push them away. Um, so you're kind of like half telling them what's going on, but making it look to anyone who's watching or listening that you're uh, that you're still like in charge. Um. You go and uh, grab the arrows, retrieve the arrows from where you hid them in the meditative hall. Uh, in the meditative hall with uh, with you as you go in is Cassandra uh, looking terrified uh, and still crying. Um, Nim and Logan, the, um, the uh, gnome jeweler. What do you, uh, do you say anything to them? Do you, do you let them know anything? Um, or do you just grab the arrows and leave? Backhand the racist cook to make it look good. And to, and to just like get that in there is the arrow next to Cassandra the arrows are uh, let's say let's say d4 here which one are they behind if any uh, one two three four they are behind uh, the arrows are behind a pillow pillow that Logan is sitting against Logan is the um, uh, the the the, dwarf, uh, the gnome um, who is a jeweler and was and has been in this um, in this situation for about a day and a half or so I think maybe two days whisper good job Cassandra you'll be all right and then stop crying you're, you're disrupting the other's rest I like that yeah you so you go over to Cassandra and you say hey stop crying you're disturbing people's rest um, and then you uh, lean down right in her face and you whisper you're doing a good job uh, Cassandra everything's gonna be all right we're close to the end there don't worry we'll get you out of here Stop it! And then you kind of like shake her by the shoulders and uh, and sort of throw her uh, back at the wall, um, and uh, and then you walk back over to uh, to where Logan is. All right, are we just we just retrieve the uh, arrows from behind Logan? Do we try do we try and say anything to Logan as on the way out? We just walk over and grab the arrows and leave. Tell them they need their rest. Listen, you guys, you need your rest because tomorrow you'll be building a shrine to our Lord Lucifer. Uh, and then you walk over to um, to where Logan is and you bend down and you reach behind him and grab some arrows 
pull the arrows out, stick them in your bag, give them a little wink with your next uh, as you're next to him. Can we get someone to be our lookout in the hut while we sleep in case the mole decides to attack us while we're down there sleeping? You could do so, Sparrow. Yeah, who do you want to uh, who do you want to ask that for? I don't remember who Logan is. He wasn't used a lot because he didn't really have anything to offer to the escape plan. He was just um, he was a gnome that works in uh, Fondurg. He's a jeweler. He works up in the mountainous area, and he was he was uh, kidnapped and brought here. Um, he has big jam jar bottom glasses on, and uh, and he has a hard time wearing both his glasses and the um, the dragon skull mask. He arrived on this on your second night here, I believe. Hide the arrows in the pillow. All right, yeah, you you uh, you sort of push Logan and say. Uh, get away, you! I, I need this. I need this pillow more than you. And you grab the pillow out from behind, and then you stuff the arrows in, and you give him a little wink. And I'm taking this pillow to sleep on. Uh, and then you hide him uh, as you as you leave. I keep thinking that's Nim. No, Nim is a human. Nim is a human artificer, who is in the room with you as well. He's just kind of watching your performance. Um. All right, are we posting anybody on lookout uh, to sort of watch over us as we sleep? Is that, a, is that a plan? Put a thumbs up. Yes, if you want to ask somebody to watch the hut on your behalf. Put a thumbs down if you want to not, because either they can watch the hut from where they are up here on the mezzanine, but then they can't really do much about it if something does happen, or you can bring somebody down to the hut with you, risking Lucifreak gets pissed off because you've that's not your choice to make to, to say, like, to put them in there. Yes, but also post guards at the hole in the dome. All right. Uh, overwhelming yes there. We are going to post somebody on watch as we sleep. But who? who? Whom are we going to ask? To whom do we speak? To ask them to stand guard. There are a lot of people in this dome with us. There are alchemists. There's sorters. There's a sculptor. Uh, there's Tisharu. There's the three non-elves. Nim, Logan, and Cassandra. The sassy one, Tisharu. Do we ask Tisharu to keep watch for us? We can't favour Tisharu because he's not trusted. We'll be sus. Good question. Post a guard on us and also on the dome to warn people when the dragon is coming. Cassandra, because she's jumpy and most likely to notice things. Don't start anything as we're about to sleep. Genuinely don't think Lucifreak trusts us anyway. He's a great plan. He's a, he has a greater plan right now. Mm, okay, uh, overwhelming yes is to posting somebody on guard, so the question is just who? Cassandra, Tisharu, Belladel, Nim, or Rathal? All right, neither of them got um, the majority, so I'll do another quick one-minute poll, Belladel or Rathal. Rathal is the, uh, the one with magical powers. Not very strong magical powers, but she has prestidigitation and a couple things like that. Um, and she is, she's the only one that doesn't wear a mask. She is, uh, was an entertainer in a previous life before this. Rathal with 51% of the vote. So Apis is in two minds about Rathal or Belladel. As they're leaving the meditation hut, however, they look across to the cook's hut where Belladel is, and they look across to the, uh, the cleaning hut where Rathal lives, and Rathal is kind of walking her way along the, um, the the rope bridge and so you see her and the um the uh the the choice is made for you Rathal, you see and she turns around uh yes come here uh yes uh, of course um what what is it 
You were uh, clearly trusted by Lucifreak um, well enough to not have you wearing a mask like the rest of us. Um, that's a point, actually. You're still wearing your mask. Do you take it off or not? The Dragonborn, the Dragonborn never had to wear masks. Uh, it's up to you whether you take it off or not. Give me an idea in the chat of what you feel like. Uh, you're the only one who he trusted not en uh, enough to not wear masks. Um, so you're going to come with me. I'm going to go to sleep. You're going to stand guard over me in case anything happens. Any of these uh, other fools get a, uh, an idea. Um, I trust. I trust that you uh, uh, will will wake me if anything was to happen. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, of, of course. Uh, uh, yes, of course. And she um, she comes down anyway. As you uh, as you head down the ladder. Um, some people saying to take it off, but I think most of you saying to keep it on for now. Um, the Dragonborn had built-in masks. I guess keep it on. All right. So you head down the ladder. She she comes with you. You head over to the hut and uh, and post her on guard. As you walk into the hut, uh, you turn around and just whisper to her, um, "Listen, this is. Uh, you, I need you to. Um, the reason for this is I need you to, to protect me in case the uh, the mole gets any ideas and attacks me in my sleep. Uh, I, I don't feel like I did a very good job of lying to this freak before. Um, so I need to rest, but I need I need you to." Um, to, to, to wake me if, if uh, anything att attacks or anything, okay? Just please just keep watching and, and wake me if there's a problem. Right, yes, of course. Um, and then you uh, close the door with her on the inside, looking out sort of the front window. Uh, and you walk across to the bed. You strip your, um, uh, you wear leather armor, don't you? You strip your leather armor off. I suppose you can sleep in leather armor because it's not too uncomfortable. Yeah, you'd probably sleep in leather armor in this current, current situation. You leave you leave your armor on, hoping that you're exhausted enough to uh, for it to not matter. Um, uh, but you take the mask off and kind of leave it uh, leave it beside you on the pillow, as if like it could have just fallen off as you were sleeping, if necessary. Uh, you keep your arrows close by in the bag uh, in the in the uh, oh inside the pillow actually that you're using uh, underneath the actual pillow part in the case. And you lie down to have a rest. Should I click the long rest button? As you're sleeping, you are dreaming. There is a lot on your mind at the moment. There are dreams of crying and, and calling out for help in the darkness of the forest. There are dreams of babies crying. There is an acrid kind of burning rubber smell. You're standing with trees around you and your head is swirling. You feel sick. You see a river and you walk towards it. You collapse next to it and onto your knees and drink and wash your face and then with the water hitting your stomach your stomach reacts and you vomit this green sort of thick viscous sputum comes out of your mouth and 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 hits the water and kind of disperses among the water and gets gets uh, carried with it downstream and as you watch this green figure in the water, this 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 vomit heading downstream, it it, it seems to grow 
and swirl and it becomes larger and larger as this green creature swims upstream beneath the waves. You follow it with your eyes as it approaches a waterfall. It seems to get to the base of the waterfall and disappear into the white frothy waves. But then you see another green figure behind the water. It gets about halfway up the waterfall and then it disappears. There is a crying again, crying out in pain. You spin around and you see behind you this thick green fog hanging over a village. It's a dwarven village. It seems like they might be sheep herders. It's thick with green fog. And on the outskirts you can see a green house. Outside the front of this green house is a dead priest. You walk over to this priest and flip him over and it's it's the father from your village, your hometown. You realise where you are and it's been a while since you've had this nightmare. But you rush into the town and you feel the green air invading your lungs, making you cough and splutter. You beeline for your house, moving past the town hall, and the town hall is destroyed as though something large had smashed through its roof. It is thick and hard to breathe, but you make your way to your family home, and you find it too is largely destroyed. There is a huge amount of structural damage to it. And there is blood. There is blood around on the ground. You fear the worst. And then you are awoken by the sounds of Apis, 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 calling out to you in the in the village. And then quickly you realise it's in reality, and your brain comes back to you. And uh, Rathal is over the top of you. It is still very dark. What, what is it? What is it? Lucifreak returned. You have not had a long rest. What? What? What, what did he? What, what does he want? He he came he came by and then left again. He he brought someone with him. Brought someone who? Who did he bring with him? He brought back a a, a dragonborn. Were they alive? Yeah. They, 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 uh, which, which, which one? Not one that we've met before. Um, I, I, I can't see her because she, she, he, he introduced her. I didn't catch her name. He just came and said, uh, "This is someone. Uh, she, she's in charge now." Um, and then he, and then he, I think he asked for you. Uh, and and then he left. Okay. Is he so? He's not here now. No, he's he's gone. Right. And this, where's this dragonborn? At the front door of this hut that you're in. As if to answer your question. You hear the knock. Ah, uh, shit. How, how how long ago did she get? Uh, you quickly grab your mask and place it on. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Just one second. Come in. Oh, Apis, you hear? Yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm the one in charge. You're not meant to be near this hut. Get away from this hut. I have permission to be here. Wait, are you Dragonborn? Yes. Are you not? No, I was left in charge by uh, Lord Lucifer. Give me a second, I'm just getting my clothes on. You say, kind of like, with like a wide eye. Uh, who, who, who are you? And you say, you put the mask on. You straighten up. Uh, you walk over to the door and, uh, and take the bar off. <laughs> you open up and you see that there is another dragonborn there. She is uh, shorter than Enola was. She is not built like a fighter, like Enola was. She does not have large uh, muscles, uh, large arms. She does not have a lot of... Um, she doesn't hold herself like a fighter. And she is not wearing armor, like Enola was. Instead, she looks like she's perhaps a... A washerwoman, or or someone who is uh, used for utility, perhaps she is. She's wearing a sort of flowing white uh, gown, kind of like a nightgown, um, as if she's just been pulled out of bed and and brought here. She is relatively short. I mean, compared to you, she's obviously taller than you, being that you're a dwarf, about four and a half feet. Uh, she's about five foot ten or so, uh, which is relatively short for a dragonborn, but tall for you, obviously. What do you want to say to her as she stands there looking at you? Actually, I'll make you make a uh, an insight check for me. Uh, t two. You're too too sleepy to kind of read any expression on her face. Do they look like a holy or devout person? I'll make you make an investigation check. Uh, investigation, that's a ten. You can't see a holy symbol. It is possible that she's wearing one beneath her uh, sort of nightgown, um, but... She's not. Uh, she, she's not clearly displaying anything holy. Uh, she's not wearing any uh, clerical armor or carrying any holy weapons. She's not carrying any weapons at all. Does she look matronly, motherly, like a nanny? Uh, that would be more of an insight than an investigation. And um, and you rolled really low on insight. You rolled a four total. Um, so you're too tired to kind of read too much on her at the moment. Ask if we can finish our sleep. Can we... Listen, you've woken me in the night. Can we finish our sleep? I'll talk in the morning. Well, I was told that I was in charge here. Yeah, well, I was told that I was in charge here. Uh, I work for Lord Lucifreak, and... You work for Lord Lucifreak, she says. Yes. And you do? Dressed like that? I... I was sleeping as well. Well, that makes two of us. We're both sleeping and we've been woken, okay? Lucifreak left us in charge. What was his orders to you? Uh, where's the mole that I left on watch while I slept? Uh, Lucifreak took him along. He said he needed him, uh, and that I was to replace him. Uh, I was to I was to be on charge. He he didn't mention you. He didn't mention me at all. He didn't. Explain our current plan. The mole is keeping an eye on the ground floor for us. I've left Rathal to monitor the ground floor. Okay, yeah. Um, you say look look. Uh, the mole was meant to be keeping a watch for me while I slept. Uh, I, I put him in charge temporarily, so if he's taking him, then I guess you're taking the mole's job. I'm sleeping. You're what? You're keeping watch. 
uh, come and wake me if there's a problem because I know these guys. I know how to, how to how to handle them and keep them in line better than you do. You don't look like the others. What's your name? She says, my name is Ukan. For those uh, taking notes, it's U-H-K-A-N. My name is Ukan. Right, well, go be in charge then. I, I'm going to sleep. You're, you're, you're responsible for keeping them in line. Uh, I'm going to make a it's sort of like just a general confidence check. Um, it's going to be a going to be a persuasion check. Uh, you are not proficient in persuasion. That was cocked. It is a jeez. It's a five. You guys ugh, not rolling well today. Persuasion plus two, so uh, that's a seven. Seven total. She goes. I you you go keep watch. I I I I should rest. How are we gonna how are we gonna um get back to rest here? It seems she's not fully uh committing herself to being bossed around by you, knowing that she didn't even know that you existed recently. I'm glad for the backup lesson. I I didn't fancy trying to be in uh, to keep this lot in line by myself. It's an honour for Lord Lucifer to put me in charge while he's away for sure, but I can't keep watch all by myself all of the time. I need to sleep. I'm not like these elves. They they don't need to rest. I do. Advantage from exhaustion since we don't give a fuck right now. <laughs> Listen, have you been fighting the whole time? Uh, the whole night? Because I have your gesture to your wounds. I've been fighting the whole time. I was I was honoured to be at Lord Lucifer's side when we were fighting the traitors. When we, were f when we were hunting the runners. I have been fighting. I have returned victorious. And I am I deserved a sleep. Uh, you go down the more intimidating route. Let me roll an intimidation check for you. Uh, three! Three plus one, so that is a four total. Not very intimidating. She says, "No, I have not been fighting the whole night. I'm not so lowly as to as to be forced to do Lucifer's work for him. Uh, Lucifer honors me with with uh, with staying in his." Um, she uses a word in Draconic, which you know translates as a um, uh, like a nursery. He honors me by leaving me in charge of uh, the nursery. Do we at least have a short rest by now? Yes, you do have a short rest by now. If you want to, um, if you want to roll a, a hit dice um, or several, you've been asleep for more than two and a half hours, so you can roll anything up to all five of those hit dice if you want. Uh, then just give me a thumbs up in the chat. You do only get one hit dice back per long rest in my games. Well, until I hear from Lord Lucifer, I'm doing what I was told from him directly. You should also sleep if you need. I've got this one on guard for me. Uh, she's keeping an eye out. And you point to Rathal, who's sort of waves in behind you. We'll both rest and we can bar the door. Shut the door in her face and go to bed, let you don't have time to talk about such matters. All right, are we thinking on the hit dice? We've got a yes, a no, a yes, two no's, a yes, a yes, two, a no, yes, 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 yes. That's slightly more yeses than noes, and we do get one back on a long rest anyway, so we might as well roll at least one. Uh, three. Three on the d10. Three plus your constitution of two, you get back five hit points. So you're up to 24 hit points. If you want to now, you can uh, you can reroll. Uh, you can roll another one. We are down to... We're down to four hit points, uh, four hit dice remaining. Roll another, because I rolled with the wrong hand, sorry. Okay, I'll roll another, because I rolled with the wrong hand. All right, now it's my right hand, uh, and it got worse. That was a two. 
A 2 plus 2, you get back another 4, so we're up to 28 hit points. So we are now just on the verge of exactly half of our hit points, which means that we're just on the verge of bloodied. So in the, uh, in the, in the time that we were asleep, we have gotten back up to 50% of our health. If you want to roll another one, you can, but you'll only get back one per shot per long rest. Say, look, can we sort this out in the morning? Right now, I need to have a proper rest after the night's hunting. Are we going inside? Like, are we gonna just just turn around and go back to sleep? See if she see if she allows it, and it's up to her what she does. You need sleep to function properly after being left in charge, and just ignore her process, uh, her protests. Walk away, go back to sleep. Yeah, turn around, go to sleep. Did you say he took the rest of the half dragons out of here? Uh, yes, he took the bo he took the mole. He said he needed him for something. Okay, well, look, I, I'm going to sleep. You're, if you're in charge, you can decide what to do. You're, you're, you're smart enough to know what to do. You've been in charge of a nursery the whole time, so you obviously know how to be in charge of something. I'm going over here. I'm going to go to sleep, and you just ignore her protests. And she's, I, uh, okay. Um, you go to sleep. She says, as if she's like given you the command to do. You go to sleep. I will. Um, I, I, w I should sleep too. Um. Who is this? Um, Rathal. You do not speak unless you are spoken to. Why is she not wearing a mask? Uh, she's... Lucifreak says that she doesn't have to wear a mask. Is this true? Yes. Why? I, I don't know. Uh, um... Uh, you, sh you should uh, keep watch. Is she... Do we, do we trust her? Uh, I mean, I trust her well enough to have been sleeping for the last few hours with her. With, with her in the room. Uh, okay, you you will uh, keep watch uh, as as we will go to sleep uh, both. And she walks over to the second bed, and she lies down in it. She is very clearly out of her depth. She's not not sure what she's meant to be doing, or she's not. She's been thrust into a role in the middle of the night that she was not ready for. This Dragonborn's a bit of a twit. Yeah, she is. She's in a role that she's not used to, uh, and from context, you can now piece together that she was probably some kind of a nanny. Um, which has implications of its own. Quick insight on whether or not she was taken by, uh, she was lying about the dragon mole. Sorry, I need to, wrong hand, there you go. Uh, 15, there you go, 15 plus insight of two, 17. Easier to read a dragon born than a, than a half dragon mole. So you kind of read in her expression a little bit um, that she didn't give you any in indication that she was lying. You're pretty confident that either she's a very good liar um, which would kind of go against how she's acting uh, in, in like a trying to play catch up. Um, so probably not, probably not lying. Check our equipment, make sure nothing's valuable is missing. All right, so as you get back into your bed, uh, still warm from you being in it just before, you um, you check your, uh, your bag, all of it seems to be there. Nothing seems to have opened your bag during the night. Uh, it would have only been Rathal, if anything, probably. Uh, so then you... Head head over back to uh, roll over and head back to sleep. Did she maybe take care of the half dragon creatures as a nanny potentially? Ask Rathal to wake us before sunrise so we can exit this hut before our message. Good idea. So you t you knowing that you're you're gonna get a um, you didn't get to sleep until uh, after midnight though. So if you do get woken before sunrise, there's a good chance that you won't have had a good at least six hours of sleep and. You need you need six hours of sleep and two hours of doing nothing else in order to get a um, a, a long rest. 
So you could get woken, maybe get just enough sleep and then go outside and take another two hours to kind of just like sit there and do nothing and then you get your long rest. Um, by the way, Ukan, you did a patrol before coming in, right? Uh, uh, of, yes, of course. What, where, where should I have patrolled? I, I, I walked around the ground. Listen, old mum, we're both out of sorts. Let's just take a sleep, sort it out in the morning. But before we rest, how would you see your relationship with Lord Lucifer? Is? I, he, he, he trusts me implicitly. I, I, I he is, uh, a wonderful ruler that, uh, I, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, you feel like, like the other dragonborn. She, um, she looks up to him and respects him and even potentially worships him. Lucy Freaks sent us a babysitter. It's our bedtime so she can watch TV until dad comes back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you tell Rathal, hey, listen, um, wake me up before sunrise. I need to get out on patrol. You kind of give her those indicative eyes of like, do as I say. She goes, of, of course, yes, sure. And then you head to sleep. You do your best to go back to sleep. It does not take long because you are so tired and you're in a relatively comfortable bed. It's kind of like a military bed. It's got a bit of squeaky uh, springs to it, but um, it's there. It's it's better than having no bedroll. Uh, you drift off back to sleep, and thankfully your dreams do not uh, your dreams do not come back, the ones that you were having anyway. Um, there are a couple of flashes of dreaming of uh, of undead uh, animals and uh, creatures breathing poison. There's a charging of um, a charging of uh, of, of um, military coming over a, a hillside towards you, and these are just snippets of dream throughout the night. And then there is a apis, apis, and you're gently shaken awake again, and you see Ruthal standing over you. Um, you said to wake you before sunrise. Oh, yeah. You, you sort of look over your shoulder and see the uh, the dragonborn still asleep, um, in the in the second bed. <clears throat> the springs creak as you swing your legs out of it. <sighs> Rub the sleep from your eyes. You feel like you didn't quite have enough sleep, but uh, if you have a couple hours to just sit down and, and do practically nothing, uh, maybe a bit of reading at most, um, then you can you um, you can benefit from a long rest. You are not yet benefited from a long rest. You're, uh, you look down, some of the minor scratches and things have started to... The, the redness and inflammation have started to go away, but the cuts are still there. You grab the... Um, your belongings, put them over your shoulder, and as you're doing so, uh, I'll uh, I'll have you make a sleight of hand check to grab the arrows out without making enough noise to wake anybody. Yeah, that's plenty enough. Uh, that was a 16. Uh, you grab the arrows out of the pillow and put them in your bag, and then you walk out of the hut, and it is um, it's cool. It's it's dark. Um, it's very difficult to tell time of day inside of this whole inside of this dome anyway so you go walk over to where the uh, the hole that you made was uh, as if you're guarding it and you take out some rations and start to eat those uh, i will make some um i'm looking forward to not being in this situation where we have to count rations anymore because it's a bit of a but, bit of a, a butt to have to do that Thank you, Rithal. You can go back to your business now. And uh, thank you. And she um, 
walks out of the hut as well and leaves the dragonborn in there with the door open, uh, just sleeping. And then she walks over to the rope ladder and climbs it as you head over to the, the, the hole. You sit down by it and eat some rations and you just wait. After about half an hour or so, the usual sending message appears in your mind. Um, you kind of feel this window open. For the first time in a while, uh, it, it, it's happened before. It, it hasn't woken you up, so you're actually awake when it happens, and you can kind of feel like it's almost like you can hear the the, the, the click turn on when you're when when you can hear uh, like a microphone turn on on a Zoom call or something. It's kind of like one of those, uh, but like uh, just a, more of a feeling in your brain. You feel this this message open, uh, this 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 window of opportunity open in your mind, and you hear Apis Vala. King's forces about a dozen, almost here. Stay away from undead. Ruin was apprehended and confessed. Kobolds were slain. Get prepared for action. And then the window stays open, and you know from this spell that you have uh, 25 words that you can reply with before the window closes. It seems like we are very close to action. Uh, the king's uh, forces are almost here, and they number about a dozen. Tell other lairs under the water. That's one important piece of information to know. Gatherings, uh, Dragon is gathering his forces. Prepare for a counterattack. Uh, the wall was made in the western. Uh, the hole was made in the western side of the dome. You know that Fonderg is to the southeast of the dome. So if they're coming directly from Fonderg, they'll be coming from the southeast. But if they're kind of like circling round or whatever, Dragonborn dead, revolution successful mostly. Mole with Lucifreak. Dragon suspicious of attack, gathering forces, lair underwater, numbers unknown. Ooh, lots of things to say. All right. So we. Uh, we, I, I, I won't make us write it out exactly, but uh, we say, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll come up with it. Actually, yeah, let's write it out. Um, we say, Dragonborn guards dead. Uh, one Dragonborn nanny present. Uh, Lucifreak gathering forces, including Badger, Mole, Deer, Hedgehog, uh, Lair behind Waterfall, Charlie escaped. I'm in charge. Priz Ultimes. And then you just get Priz Ultimes in when, when the, uh, the window closes in your mind. And you hope for the best. You breathe a sigh of relief knowing that the kobolds were slain. Uh, Ruin, the uh, the spy that was back at the um, the, the town of Fonderg, uh, she was apprehended. Uh, you know that the king's forces are almost here and there'll be about a dozen, uh, a dozen fighters coming. You're not out of the woods yet, literally. But... You are getting closer to being able to uh, to rest easy, to get out of this situation that you find yourself in. So, for the next hour and a half or so, what do you do to uh, to rest so that you can recover from your long rest, so you can gain the benefit of long rest? You've got an hour and a half of being able to do any uh, anything else. You can have a little nap. You can sort of like just have a nap while sitting. You can read. You've got a couple of uh, few books in your inventory that you can read. Just watch the forest absent-mindedly. Pray, watch the dome, play the panpipes. You could practice your panpipes. Could actually get better at panpipesing. Flick through our books on planes, check social media. Yeah. Pray to Ultimes. All right, so you do some of all of these things. You play a little panpipes. How's it going? You've got no audience, so it could be really good. Uh, oh, nope. <laughs> it was a 19, rock to a 3. <laughs> 3 plus your panpipes is a plus 4, so you've got a 7 on panpipes. Even when there's nobody around, you play a little play a little panpipes to yourself, just quietly. Uh, you pray to Ultimes, um, Dear Ultimes, God of the Hunt, Lord of Beasts, Lord of 
all all things regard, uh, that live in a forest. Please bless us, make our arrows fly true, make our swords strike. Please bless our weapons, please bless our eyes, please bless our ears. Please bless our muscles to jump uh, to jump from danger. Please bless our reactions. Please bless our lungs to uh, withstand the dragon's poison. Please bless us on this hunt, the greatest that I will have ever been in. Then you uh, do some push-ups. Please bless me with the winning lottery numbers. Uh, let's let's just roll a religion check here. See how well you prayed to the things that Jesus H Christ a five have rolled so significantly below average on that dice today and I'm using the green one the one that you guys like I'm gonna switch to the uh, to the gemstone one now um, a five plus your religion modifier is a three so eight total uh, put it in dice jail all right dice jail it is into this little dice tray this dice jail that uh, that a fan sent me that was definitely meant for me and definitely not for Ben and I kept it then you uh, if we asked for too much shouldn't have asked for the lottery numbers that's what did it um, and then you and then you do press ups you do a bit of press ups get yourself rejuvenated a little bit get the blood pumping do some stretching and once you're feeling like awake, you sit down and uh, and get one of your books out. Which books do you want? We've got books on plants, books on potions, books on planes. Plants, potions, or planes? Which one do you want to read about for a little bit? Potions, planes, apple plants, planes, plants, plants, planes. All right, I'm going to roll a d3. Uh, that is four, half to two, two is potions, plants, plants. So you're reading potions, plants, and planes. That's what I said. Plants is the one you get. You end up bringing out, and you start to read about herb herbalism. You read about um, the sorts of plants that you find in a forest. Uh, it's it's a, it's distracting. It keeps your mind from focusing too much or, or, or spiraling too much with the upcoming fight that might happen. As you um, as you 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 realize you're not really taking in a lot of this thing. It's not going to count towards your your downtime study because there's just so much uh, so much going on that that's on your mind. But it's distracting enough that you it's stopping you spiraling. After about an hour or so, you're feeling rested and rejuvenated. The sun is starting to come in. You can see some, some sunlight coming in uh, through the various different um, uh, breaks and, 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 and vegetation of the dome. You will recover various different things. You will recover one hit dice. You will recover all your hit points. Your uh, wounds have, uh, the scratches are still present on your skin, but they're no longer causing you enough of a concern to be uh, draining of your stamina or anything. So you are back up to full hit points. You are feeling in a much better position to attack this dragon if, if it comes to it. Um, now we need to do something clever and get inspiration too. Yeah, you need to do something particularly in, in character that is not necessarily the best thing for you to do, but is particularly in character for you to do. That's usually how I give out inspiration. Or a very, very clever pun. I sometimes give them out for that too. Do we get inspiration for making it through the longest and toughest of days? <laughs> nope, not yet. That was just part of adventuring. All right, so what does everybody want to do? You have finished your long rest. You have started the next day. From your understanding of the day, let's have a look. What's the timeline, TT timeline? Uh, so that was undead, then Charlie attacked. So it is now this day. 
<laughs> I will have you make... I'll have you make an intelligence saving throw. I want to see if you can remember what day of the week it is, given all, all that's happened to you over the, uh, over the days. That bounced out of the tray, which is unfortunate because it was a 16. Oh, damn it. Stay in the tray. God damn it. Is it made of rubber? There we go. All right. Oh, it actually landed on 16 again, same as it was when it first bounced out of the tray. With a 16 plus your three from intelligence, that's a 19. As you're sitting there reading, you think for a while about when it was that you came to this uh, this this dragonborn lair and uh, and how long it's been. And you focus in and you think it through logically. And luckily you've got like the... Um, Vala sent me a message on the morning of this and morning of that and morning of that. So you kind of think back through the messages that she sent and that helps count them out. You're pretty sure that it's the 16th of Ultibris today. Which would mean it is the day before your birthday. And tonight is a full moon. Do we level on our birthday? If you survive this fight, if you survive the Dragonborn Ark, the Dragon Ark rather, uh, then you will you will be leveling up, yes. But you need to survive the Ark somehow first. You need to escape and or kill the dragon. So as this uh, thought occurs to you that it might be the day before your birthday, what do you do? What do you what do you do for the day? You've got your stuff back. You're feeling rested. You're feeling like you could uh, you could tackle a few difficult things today. Is full moon on or before our birthday significant? Nope, just something that is important for you to know. Not necessarily significant. Just things that a lot of people in the chat would have wanted me to point out. Dragon at level 5, we are getting two levels, right? <laughs> we'll see. We'll get a sword. Our birthday might be our death, death day. Saves letters on the headstone. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, we have to survive. You have to introduce the demons and devils to us still. They're already introduced, mate. Double check all the gear. Never want to go into a fight without doing that. All right, so you check your gear. You check your, uh, you wax your bowstring. You, you restring it. You wouldn't have left it strung overnight. Um, you restring your bowstring. You check your arrows. The arrows are, are good. Um, you check the knife in your boot. Seems nice and sharp. It's a kitchen knife, so it's not the best, but it does the uh, same amount of damage as a dagger anyway. Drop off the stuff in our pack that we foraged yesterday. Never actually got a chance to do that. So we've still got some stone for the, the sculptor and all of that. Tell Bella, though, that the army is almost here. Check on everyone, make sure people are being productive. All right, so we will do that. We will head up the um, up the top. <clears throat> we'll head up the top. We raise, uh, we climb the ladder to the surface, um, and the um, uh, and we get to the 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 elves up there. Uh, you can see that the Belladell is starting to make some like breakfast. Him and his uh, his wife Olathea, I want to say something like that. Um, the two of them are making. Uh, breakfast and he kind of like nods at you as you as you uh, walk up um you go in and, and explain it to him first so you uh, you walk in now that i'm in charge you say i'd like some food finally um and you walk up right over to the 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 sort of serving desk where he's standing behind uh, putting some like porridge looking stuff into bowls and you lean over as if you're going to get a, a bowl of uh food and you say the army's on the way. It's very close. Be prepared for action. And he says, 
Right away, of course. And he grabs a bowl, he hands it to you, as if you'd just lent in and asked him for um, for his uh, food. He takes his own bowl and he hands it to you. Seems like he's pretty good, he's pretty smart, he's pretty onto it, is uh, Belladel, even if he's a bit of an asshole. Give Vala's info to somebody stealthily so that they can give the, get the word around. Um, and as you take the thing, you say, uh, yeah, I should think so too, spread the word. Um, and you mutter spread the word to him as you as you grab a spoon and head over and uh, and start kind of you've already eaten a bit of rations today but you uh it's nicer to have a bit of um porridge a little bit cold a couple of the other elves start to come in and as they approach him he every time he hands a bowl over he says something to them that you can't hear from where you are but you can assume you can intuit what it's uh, what the, the word is there's some uh, sort of furtive glances on the on their faces between them and then they walk over to sit at, at, at tables nobody's coming to sit with you because you're in charge uh until tasharu comes in tasharu comes in and he uh, grabs a bowl from um from belladel and then he looks around and sees you and he says right uh boss boss man is it boss per, boss person in charge you uh you're going to be as uh, as tough as the other ones are you and comes and sits down <laughs> going to punch me in the face for talking or and you kind of look around like, I don't know, should I? Should I punch him in the face for talking? What's, what's, what do I do here? I, I don't know. If Fondo could throw us a rescue party for our birthday, that would be appreciated. Much preferable to a surprise party. Punch him. Need to put our best fake punch. Just open hand slap him across the side of the face. Oh, ow, that. Quite the, quite the wrist on you you've got. Uh, you say, don't think that I'll be uh, any, any kinder on you than the uh, the other guards uh, don't try and push your luck with me as right you are I, I will uh, I will I will keep my mouth shut when talking to you and then he takes his mask up and starts eating tell him the kobolds are dead you say um, the uh, as you as you finish your bowl and you stand up and you walk past him and you say the kobolds are dead and he goes what was that sorry did you talk to me am I how long am I allowed to talk after you talk to me I'm not sure you kind of just slap him on the back of the head and oh right i guess less than that uh and you walk you leave the uh the the hut you can tell that everybody in there is as uh, now heard most of the word um is there anything else in particular that you're trying to do with your with your day most people have gotten the word now you can continue to move around you got you can drop off the or the things from before you um you walk across the to the uh the sorting hut and you um you take uh, all of the vegetation and the, the 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 forageables that you you got yesterday uh, you take it to the sorters and you tip it out the usual of like secretly telling them things but then overtly saying you know i'm in charge sort through this giving them commands and stuff um then you hear that as you leave the sorting hut you you see some dragonborn claws coming up over the the top of the um, rope ladder and you see ukan come into the top still dressed in the in the um nightwear from the night before because that's what she was wearing when she was brought. She didn't have any other uh, clothes to bring. Um, she looks around and says, It's a uh, breakfast, is it? You're allowed to be eating? And uh, somebody nearby, one of the um, one of the alchemists says, uh, Yes, uh, we're, we're allowed to eat at this time of day. What 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 is your name? And she kind of bows her head towards her. My name is Ukan. Um, I, I'm, in, I'm in charge here. And you call back across like, uh, Ukan's in charge. She's the dragonborn that was put in charge. Uh, uh, me and her were equally in charge. And she says, "Well, uh, well, I'm I'm in charge, but uh, Apis is is uh, also uh, kind of in, in charge as well." 
still looks out of her depth, like not sure what to do here. She's never been put in any any position of this kind of authority before. As you're walking back across the rope bridge, uh, having dropped off your forageables, and you all you've got left is this large rock that you're going to take to um, the sculptor Alana. The, uh, the 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 door, so to speak, the um, the wall opens up into an archway, a large archway, and Lucifreak comes stalking through on all four legs with his wings tucked back behind him. Um, he looks. You're proficient. Uh, you've studied dragons. Yeah. Okay. I will give you advantage on this roll. Uh, you're making an insight check. I'm going to take the one out of prison. Come on, redeem yourself with advantage. Insight check with advantage. we got a 16 or a 19. 19 plus insight of 2, 21. He looks tired as fuck. He is... He has not slept, it seems. He has been working all night. You don't know what on or where or how, but he has been... He is clearly very tired. He is... For one thing, he didn't come flying in from the, the roof. He came walking in. But he is walking slowly and determined, uh, determined, but um, but slow. The doorway uh, uh, behind him comes a very large badger. The you've met this badger, I think, once before. He is uh, he's got his trudging. That's a good word for it. He's got the the the, the badger has the uh, the green scales where the black marks of a badger would be, and it comes in uh, flanking him uh, on one side, and on the other side. Uh, seeing it for the first time, you see a fox. Uh, sorry, not a fox. A hedgehog is what I meant. You see a very large hedgehog. It is probably about about the size of a a, 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 a decent beanbag. Big beanbag kind of sized hedgehog, sort of semi, sort of circular, I guess. Um, uh, but it's got a lot of spines on it. These spines are uh, jagged and um, and green, pointing out at all angles. Uh, but otherwise, the scales on the snout are not actually there on this hedgehog. It's got a regular, uh, cute hedgehog face, but a lot larger, uh, and the the scale, the the um, spines of it are are green. These two uh, sort of flank um, Lucifreak on both sides as he comes walking into the the clearing. Looks around you all, and says, "Apis." Down here now. What do you do? You look over the side. My lord, how can I help? You make your way over to the ladder. You get down the ladder slowly. Everybody else is starting to come to the to the, the, the banisters of the uh, mezzanine. You give a small bow of respect once you uh, once you get close to him. You've still got the bow slung over your shoulder. I have something interesting to show you. Come. He turns and just walks away from you, towards the um, towards the side of the dome wall. <laughs> Opens up. The badger and uh, the badger and hedgehog just kind of stay there, and you walk between them. He's taking you out of the dome. You going with? You have a drag, uh, a green dragon, a green dragon badger, and a green dragon hedgehog. You are at full, but it's pretty tough. No choice. Our execution comes. Go with, but ready, misty step. All right. You can't technically ready misty step without casting it, but I know what you mean. You're you're ready to cast misty step. 
you take a um, take a deep breath and you head out. Where are we headed, may I ask, my lord? You'll see, he says without turning, and he just walks out. He is tired, it seems. Did we put that rock down with Alana? I'm going to say that before you climbed down the ladder, you took it out of your bag and just kind of plonked it on the t- on the on the top here, um, and kind of give Alana a look, and she saw you and nodded. He promised to kill us the next time we lied, and he knows we lied. Quite possibly. Insight check. Does he seem to have something malevolent planned? Let's find out if you can read it. Uh, 15. 15 plus 2 insight. Um, and because he's a dragon, I'll give you advantage on it. Because you study dragons. They're your favorite enemy. Uh, 8. So 15 plus 2, 17. With 17 insight, it is definitely a dangerous situation. You can use danger sense. I can sense this is a dangerous situation. He is very, he is, lying comes as easily to him as breathing, it seems, and so he is very difficult to read. Even with a 17, you're not 100% sure what his plan is. You are leaning towards the uh, believing that he did not uh, buy you, uh, take you at your word. He, you're leaning towards believing that he knows you were lying. What that means for you, you're not 100% sure, but this is a dangerous situation you're in. You walk out of the dome, and the dome uh, closes behind you, uh, uh, you the badger and the um, the hedgehog who come through. <laughs> it looks as normal on the outside, and Lucifreak stands outside the dome waiting for you, um, waiting for uh, waiting for you to get out. As you meet him in the uh, firebreak between the dome and the rest of the forest, he says, "How did the forest catch a light?" You never told me that. How do the other half-dragons look? Are they just as tired? They don't look uh, as tired. They seem to be awake. Well-rested. Uh, Charlie did it. My lord. I see. And why were you unable to attack him? He triggered an ambush, my lord. After Enola died, I knew that I couldn't take Charlie in a fight, and I ran. Every word of that is technically true. I need you to see something. This is not something that I usually offer to people, as it can seem degrading. But I think it necessary now. He lowers his shoulders to the ground, his front legs splaying to the sides. And then he stretches his very long serpentine neck out in front of him. And he says, Get on my back. It is a demand, not a request. Climb aboard. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. You climb up onto his back. He says to the others, um, the the, uh, badger and the uh, the hedgehog, Follow the orders, he gives them in draconic. Follow your orders. And the two of them turn away from you and both head off into the forest towards the um, uh, towards the sort of one goes west, one goes kind of southwest-ish. As you climb on to him, you touch his scales uh, and they feel cold to the touch. Uh, dry, um, smooth, very smooth and very hard. They kind of feel like you're touching metal, but not quite as cold, not, not quite as um, absorbing of your, your body heat. 
you straddle over his neck and kind of shuffle back so that your legs are on either side of his neck and your butt is right between his shoulder blades, right in front of where his wings are. As his legs go under him and lifts you up, you kind of like jostled side to side. You kind of just instinctively reach out and grab the sides of his neck. You lift his head right up in front of you. And then his wings, you feel them unfurled right behind your butt. <laughs> and you feel a very powerful force of acceleration upwards. <laughs> Do we get a better idea of how tired he is? He is capable, but... Um, a little exhausted, perhaps. He takes off and flies. Within seconds, you're above the dome and circling, and you are getting the first bird's-eye view of this particular part of the forest. This part of Apis is very excited to ride a dragon. You take to the sky and circle. You circle the dome, and looking down, you can see that it looks like a very... It looks like a target uh, in a with a very clear fire break ring around it with the clear circle of um, the, the dome itself right in the center and about uh, let me make a perception check for you oh 18 things are coming back around now things are regressing to the mean uh, with your perception and as it pertains to forest you get forest bonus as well that's a plus eight I believe uh, that is a 26 as you are riding, knowing full well that this could be the very last experience of your life, if this thing, if this guy knows you're lying and he just takes you up as high as he wants and then just barrel rolls you off, uh, you definitely uh, will will die from the fall. So ready uh, as as best you can to just grab a hold of his neck for dear life if you have to. You allow yourself the moment to look around. You glance over the forest and you can see that about four miles or so to the north by northeast, there is a clearing of the, the trees. There is uh, a, a gap in the tree in the tree line, the canopy, that would indicate that there is a rather large clearing. And as he circles you around the dome and then keeping relatively low to the tree line flies in that direction. It's not very long uh, flying before you recognize that uh, this dome, as, you get, as your uh, angle gets um, steeper and steeper as you approach, you can see past the tree line and down into what is a rather large walled town. It is a wooden shacked town that uh, was clearly some kind, of, um, some kind of humanoid civilization at one point. Uh, and it is walled by... Um, Palisade walls. He doesn't say anything as you fly, but you are you you are constantly reminded of his poison breath because as he breathes, this green is wisping from his face and and wafting back along his neck and over your face. You're thank you're thankful that you're a dwarf and you're resistant to poison because this might be making you cough and splutter if not. Does it look familiar to us, or are we up too far to tell? Definitely not familiar to you, and you haven't investigated this area of the forest yet. You get close, and then he tucks in. The first thing he says to you after a little while, and then you, it is, um, he sort of t half turns towards you and says, Hold tight! And then he tucks his wings and dives down below the canopy. 
and you can hear hear and feel the the wing, the, um, the branches snapping against his face and neck and scales. The wings in, in, uh, tucked in, but it's snapping against you. You can feel scratches along your back. Uh, you are going to take. Si Ooh, I rolled, I rolled maximum for it. Six points of scratching, uh, slashing damage from uh, smashing through the uh, the treetops. Um, uh, you are down to 50 hit points. As you break through the bottom of the trees, he pulls up at the last second, his wings going back out. He slams down. And then he walks forwards towards the, the gate. Similarly to the dome you've just left is a large... Um, a large uh, fire break about 60 feet wide between the the tree line and the do and the, um, the 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 village and walking around that fire break are numerous and i mean a lot of half dragon creatures mostly uh mostly rats uh you see a few pigs smaller pigs not like giant boars like his um, his large general you see uh, a, uh, let me see, what else has he got? Squirrels, you've met the squirrels before. Ah, yeah, that wouldn't be here. The hedgehog and badger are elsewhere. Uh, the mole, you see the giant mole is, um, is standing uh, nearby. And there is a wooden gate. The mole seems to be standing watch over the gate. He walks forwards and the mole steps aside and then the dragon uh, leans down and says get off me and sort of splays his legs out wider that was exhilarating my lord thank you for the honour you get off you slide off of his neck and feel grateful to be back on uh, solid ground your mind is still racing if you wanted to kill me you could have killed me Why? Where, what, is, what is he going to show me your army is mighty my lord and doubtless whatever forces Fonda can muster will be uh, uh, pow powerless against your many children. Yes, well, I hope so. That view is quite amazing. I must have been high. You were quite high, yes. He walks forwards and uh, pushes the gate with his neck. And the, the gate slides open. You can hear the sounds that you haven't heard in quite some time. Children. You can hear children laughing, the sound of playing. You walk into this, uh, into the wall of this village and you see the children playing are young dragonborn. They are around... How much does Apis know about dragonborn and the rate of, ex rate of growth? Uh, let's see, let's roll you a nature check. I think this is a nat nature. Doesn't feel right. Definitely intelligence-based, but you are not proficient in any of the intelligence-based things anyway, so it doesn't matter. So just a plus three to your roll. Oh, it rocked from a 15 to a 7. 10. You're not super familiar with dragonborn biology. You know that they are born from eggs and uh, and, and gestated, uh, um, incubated rather. Um, and then they hatch and, and grow at a uh, at some kind of a rate uh, until they are adults. Obviously, uh, you know that they last they live for longer than humans on average, um, but you're not sure exactly how long. You're not sure how quick that development period is. 
but you probably know with a 10, you probably know that it's slightly faster development than a, um, definitely faster than a dwarf, maybe about equal to a human or, or faster. Uh, developmentally though, these, uh, these, these dragonborn children seem to be around the age of like a, um, five, six, seven year old human or so developmentally. They are, uh, they're full blood dragonborn. It seems they're all green dragonborn. Um, and they are running around playing some kind of tag, some kind of, uh, of, of tiggy or whatever you call it in your respective languages and cultures. Um, trying to grab one another and then run away um, before they can retaliate. You can also see that there are many wooden villages, many wooden um, structures that would once have been uh, houses um, and have probably been converted into various different kinds. There is a, uh, a dragonborn woman who's standing, uh, who's sitting nearby the children. She has got uh, one of the very younger ones on her lap. Uh, it seems to have been perhaps a hatchling. Uh, this dragonborn is very, very small. Um, and she seems to be like hand feeding it something. She looks over as the gates open and she stands up with this dragonborn in her arms and, and sort of bows low. Uh, my lord, I, uh, I welcome you back to the village. Thank you, Freeton. I've brought a guest. For those keeping track of uh, notes, it's F-R-I-T apostrophe U-N, Fritun. Looking around, she's the only dragonborn, the only adult dragonborn you see. She says, um, my lord, if I may. Yes, Fritun, what is it? Is Ukan returning soon? I, I have my hands full with these children. He says, Ukan will be coming back soon. Once I've dealt with some problems. You see, I had some traitors last night. Pakrish has managed to evade me for now, but I will hunt him down. You glance around. You see that the dragon has not really slowed his step. He's walked past Friton and the playing children, and he's walking towards a large hut at the back that probably, from its size, would have been used as some kind of a storehouse, a warehouse kind of a thing. And entering through the warehouse, um, entering through the, uh, the storehouse, you find, you see that in front of you is a large, uh, a large long table. While this would have once been a warehouse and still holds the inbuilt uh, shelving along the walls, any shelving in the centre has been moved and a large table has been uh, laid out instead. On this table is a very large map, a map showing mostly forested areas and regions of rocky terrain and a large river. At one side of this table is a uh, a, a large sort of um, Irish wolfhound kind of sized uh, fox that is green scaled down its back and blend and and clashes horribly with the uh, the sort of gingerish orange fur. The fox looks across to you as you enter and bows, bows its front legs low. My lord, it is wonderful to see you have returned. He nods back to the fox and then uh, uh, sort of with his wing kind of gestures you into the room. I have brought the plane walker. Right. The plane walker could prove useful, but must first 
prove themselves to me. The other creature in the room that you see now, the fox being very intimidating, uh, caught your eye. The other fox, uh, the other creature in the room, though, now catches your eye as it as it uh, shuffles uncomfortably in its chair. In a chair uh, on the other side of the table is a human woman, late middle-aged, and wearing um, wearing simple uh, simple yet smart clothing. You recognise her as Tammy. She is the head of the Artisanal Alliance in Fondurg. Apis, you're in the room now, and the dragon dragon kind of takes the entrance, spreads his wings over the over the entrance so that there is no way of escaping, and then says to you, "I thought I was clear. I do not appreciate you lying to me." You go to say something, but your voice catches in your throat. I like to believe that you would never betray me. The way that that traitor, Pakrish, did. And yet you lied to me about the hunt with Charlie. I'm not sure what you were holding back, but you were holding back something. So I wish for you to prove yourself to me. Tammy is not worth becoming one of the treasures. And without the guards to control them, I fear the treasure room is in trouble for now. So I wish for you to make her worth something to me. Kill her. Prove your worth. Prove your loyalty. What do you do? She's a, an innocent woman in all of this, apparently. From what you know. You've been told to kill her to prove your loyalty to him. He caught you in the lie yesterday. It seems... I'll say, even without an insight check here, it seems like... It seems like he caught you in a lie yesterday, but despite being very specific that if he ever catches you lying to him again, he will kill you, he has not killed you. It seems that Lucifreak values your life, and, as he said before, he values your abilities as a plane walker. He does not want to kill you. It seems also that he is on the fence as to whether or not to trust you. It seems that there is an element of trust within him but he just needs you to prove it. He needs you to just give him that extra little push, the nudge to believe you or not. When is the army attack coming? Soon. It was told to be soon. Prepare for action, she said. So it seems that you are on the verge of being trustworthy to Lucifreak, but at the moment he's having a real hard time just getting that extra little uh, understanding as to why you are... Uh, why you are lying to him. Can we make a poison? Innocent people don't deserve a bloody death. This will end her within the poison's amount of time. I'll, I think it will suffice. That's possible, yeah. 
if, uh, if that's what people vote. Deception of her being valuable to him. He said that she is not valuable enough to take to the treasure room, which is what he's calling where the captives live. Her death needs to have some value, which at the moment is you proving your loyalty to him. That at least will have some value. Ask, ask if she's to be hunted. I don't kill unarmed innocents. We offer other information, other ways for her to be useful. If you can think of one, I'm willing to listen. I will find the planes for you and guard your treasures. Please make me do something dangerous and not kill an innocent. Punch her until he asks us to stop. Make it look like we fatally wounded her, but being not non-fatal. I won't kill her. He asked for my honesty, so here it is. It goes against my beliefs to harm her, and I want her to be useful to you. You put her work under me, and I'll make sure she earns her worth. I do not wish to go against your wishes here, my lord, but perhaps she could help with the nursery here. We are short-staffed at present. I need the other dragonborn at the dome. That's pretty smart, Milzy. A poison that makes her appear dead. You're not proficient in potions or poisons, so it would be very difficult for you to come up with something that makes it appear dead. I prefer to hunt what I kill. Can I make this a hunt? Okay, let's go with another hunt, my lord. I will happily hunt her. Alright, let's go with a poll. Um, let's put a poll. Um, so the five that I've come up with so far is request that it, it be made into a hunt. Outright refuse. Just say, no, I'm not going to do that. Come up with some other way that I can uh, I can prove my value to you. I'm not going to kill her. Suggest that she she be a nanny instead, because that'll be valuable, valuable to her. Uh, suggest that she uh, work to make herself valuable. Or non-fatally injure her somehow. With 72% of the vote... You suggest that she's she she make her worth as a nanny. I like the idea that you uh, you walk towards her as if you're going to kill her, and then you um, uh, and then you decide. Oh, actually, I'm I, I would totally be okay with killing her, but wouldn't she be better as a, a nanny? That way, you're like not saying like, oh, I'm weak, I don't want to kill her. Appeal to Lucy's lust for treasure and her worth. We're not stupid enough to kick off a fight in a tiny hut when he's blocking the door. I mean, I can't put anything past you. You say, uh, you, 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 um, you draw out your bow, not wanting to reveal that you have a knife. And you reach down into your pack and draw out the single arrow that you have. And you say, my lord, um, uh, as you wish. And you draw back the bow and you see her eyes are terrified in that moment. You draw your arrow back and aim. And then you say, Tammy. She just nods, her voice caught in her throat. You're, you're the nanny from um, from Fonderg, aren't you? And you give her this kind of... She just kind of, like, stays there in silent without moving. You're the one from the um, from the kindergarten, from the, 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 the preschool in Fonderg. She nods, picking up on what you're putting down. My lord, uh, I think I've got a worth for her, actually. Um... I know that this lady is very useful as a as a, um, a nanny. She's uh, she's looked after children before. It seems that um, from I didn't catch her name, but your your your, your guard outside uh, said that you're a little short staffed on on uh, work at the moment. I, I I really do like after last night. It was very difficult for me to keep the elves under wraps um, uh, while I was in charge. 
I had to put the mole on guard for a bit. I couldn't really. I could do with having another dragonborn. If you if you were to bring Ukan and uh, and the other one, then you could leave this one in charge here. It is a very clever ruse. I will give you advantage on the roll. You are going to try and roll a persuasion check. It really comes up quite a lot. This this fact that you've got a, a plus one in charisma. It's not even it's not even like a dump stat because you've got a plus one to it, but it is your it is one of your weakest stats. And given that strength only really comes up in conjunction with athletics and you're proficient in athletics, charisma is, I would say, by far your worst stat. But you try and talk your way out of things quite a lot. <laughs> maybe at the next uh, maybe at the next um, ability score increase you need to take a plus two to your charisma to get better at talking you out of shit. Alright, drum roll. Actually, got to uh, got to turn on the dice cam. That is a six or a six. That is two sixes with advantage. Uh, it seems that Apis is not good at lying or deceiving or persuading or performing or anything. <laughs> we have a lucky horseshoe. Do we want to use it to re-roll? Actually, the fact that you are outright refusing to kill somebody, given that it would have been an easy way out for you to do it, that is definitely in character for Apis and gets you inspiration. So you have Lucky Horseshoe or Inspiration. You can re-roll that with Lucky Horseshoe or Inspiration. Which one, uh, which one do you want to use? Use the Inspiration, because you can get it back within a day. <laughs> horseshoe can be used for more things. So Inspiration, we will re-roll. I will be I will be kind and allow you to reroll with advantage as well. Rob, can you pick two people to a D twenty, please? No, it's not how Twitch Tales works. All right, here we go. With advantage, nineteen or ten. Nineteen plus one is a twenty. So your inspiration in the moment of not wanting to kill somebody gives you the, the, the spur needed to lie to Lucifreak's face, say that sh this woman has experience as a nanny, and try your best to persuade him to keep her alive. Stay here. Come. He turns to the uh, fox and gestures to the door. His wings tuck, and he leaves. You, uh, you, you see the fox leaves. <coughs> the door closes behind you, and you are left in this room alone with this woman. You can hear them speaking draconic outside, but it's too muffled to be able to pick up any words. You can definitely tell that they are keeping their voices low on purpose, trying to avoid being overheard. You are left alone in the house, in the uh, in the hut with this woman. What do you do? Gotta hope she hates kids normally. <laughs> Stab her and run. Stay silent. Do a shush with your finger on the mouth. Release the breath we've been holding while waiting for Lucy's Reek's decision. Play along, damn it, in, with the eyes. Glance over the map. Alright, so you look down at the map. You can see that this is quite clearly some kind of a war map, like it's a, um, a map of the area. It is. Uh, it has in very clear, uh, clearly marked in the center, like a you are here essentially, but it has a small, uh, a small circle around what is clearly like a, a a very rudimentary symbol of a house. It says Leresoth. It looks like it's in Elven script, uh, and you read it uh, Leresoth. 
seems to be the name of this village here. Um, then, where's the other one? Panath is about, on this map, it's about four miles to the south, uh, south by southwest of where, where you are now. Um, and it has a very clear symbol of a tree with a uh, that same house symbol up in the, the tree, and it is it is within a circle, uh, smaller than Larisoth. Um, off to the uh, off to the west is a river, a very large river, uh, and off to the northwest of that is a um, uh, sort of like a symbol that is clearly a ravine of some kind, like like uh, mountainous terrain, mountainous ravine. I'll have you make a an investigation check on the rest of this map to see if you pick up any other things that aren't don't jump out at you immediately. Ooh, that was a one, and then went one nineteen, and it was like making up its mind for a bit, and then it landed on a nineteen plus your investigation of three twenty-two. You very quickly glance over this map, and uh, and the adrenaline is kind of like making you move faster than you would otherwise. You're taking in things. You're trying your best to take it as much in as possible. You can see that there is a there is an area of the water that comes down from where that mountainous ravine is uh, right after it splits and some water goes down the ravine and some water splits to the um, to the south. You follow that, that that river that runs down from the south and you can see that there is an area that is marked with uh, with like some not marks on the map like it's not been painted onto the map but the map has got like scratch marks on it. Um, What'd you get? A 22? Yeah, 22 investigation is enough to know that it is it is the sort of thing that if somebody was like pointing to the map at that point with like a pen or a, a, a pointy quill or perhaps a dragon claw, it would have damaged the map slightly in that area. Like small scratches and like scr and, and dints in the map. Uh, and it is an area of the um, the river that is from you, four miles... It is just just south of west from you, so west by southwest ish, uh, and it is about three miles from the dome and about five ish miles from you, currently in your current position here in uh, Larisoth. Uh, you also see that they're on the map about four or five miles west of the. Um, west of the dome, the, the the dome that you now know to be a town called Panith. Um, west of that is just like uh, crosses, just like as if the map, map has been kind of scratched deliberately in that area and there's like kind of crossed out hatch ma hash marks across the entire kind of area there. Uh, and from your exploration of the forest around Panith, around the, the dome, uh, you know that west, dire directly west was where the um, the undead area was. This is quite clearly a war map that Lucifreak has been using to know the things of the area. This is a roll well if you've got to put a potent roll bad when it matters kind of die. No, a rolling well on this map is a way to get a lot of information about things in the area that you did not yet know. Um, more recently on the map between the ravine, in the ravine section up in the kind of northwest area, uh, is a... Um, is a... a what would they have marked it with? Uh, some kind of... They've all got claws, so they don't exactly use quills and ink. Um, just kind of s scratched, like a, a tiny little X that's been scratched onto it. Um, 
uh, and you know from experience that that is where your that is where you sensed the plane, the the uh, portal to another plane um, recently. Can we trust the map if he doesn't trust us? Uh, it would be a lot of work to put this map out if um, if he like he would have had to like that would have been what he spent all night on. So if he spent all like he hasn't slept clearly, if he spent all night making this map to mislead where he is, then that's definitely a possibility, but it would mean that he hasn't done anything else because this would have taken a lot of work to make this map. Is there a site of our ambush on the map uh, where we ambushed Enola? Um, the site of the ambush is not at uh, not on the map, no. Can we have our fancy cloak copy the map but on the inside, just inside, so that no one can still see it until we take the cloak off? Damn, that's clever. That is, that is, that is very clever, Matt. Uh, we used inspiration before, didn't we? Um, I will I will say that that is, uh, that, is, that is that is a very clever plan and you can definitely attempt that. So you grab the map uh, you grab the off cloak of fashions um, and you think about the map, you look at it, you you um, you can feel that the the effect is taking place and it seems to um, appear on the inside of your cloak. You can see it from the front if it opens, if the cloak opens at all, if it billows. Uh, so you make sure to kind of hold on to the sides of the cloak, try and keep it to you, keep it from opening. But you have the map uh, as best as you can on the inside of this thing. You're about uh, about five-sixths uh, five of the way through the map or so. You're getting down to the bottom and the details and things. When the door opens again and uh, Lucifreak walks in and says, Very well. She is to stay alive and to help. And to help uh, with the, the nannying here. You are going to prove your worth to me in another way. Come. He gestures back towards the front. Um, does the effect end if we take it off? I don't believe it does. I'm not sure. We'll find out when you take it off. Of course, Lord Lucifreak. You leave uh, Tammy on her own, and you leave the um, the uh, you leave you leave the hut, praising him on his wisdom. It's a very wise decision for you to come up with the plan for her to uh, for her to stay here and be a nanny, my lord. Uh, very clever indeed. He says, "Yes, well, I suppose your worth to me is back at the dome. Get on." And he le leans down again, quickly. You uh, give her a little wink, and then you 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 climb uh, climb back onto Lucifreak. He stands back. <sighs> the wings go out again, and you take off, leaving the fox to go back inside the uh, the the hut. There, um, you are now aware that there is a fox, and not only that, but from from context, you can ascertain that the fox is his. Um, what's the word? His advisor. It seems the fox is someone he he. Um, he connects with he he what's the word i'm looking for the fox is his military strategist strategist someone he trusts someone he goes to with uh, for 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 new uh, in, information his number 2 i suppose is is vizier i like that it's vizier vizier um one of those things he's his general Sounding board, that's a good one as well. So you're aware of that, you're aware of the mole, you're aware of the fact that this, uh, the location of his other lair, one of his other lairs, 
um, and you're aware from that map the, lo the possible locations of other things. You uh, fly with this guy for um, uh, the short amount of time that it takes to get closer to the dome. And as you're approaching the dome, I will have you roll a perception check. <sighs> this could really make a difference. Perception check. You do have a plus eight because of your forest bonus stuff. Forest bonus. <laughs> Didn't touch it. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna just grab the camera real quick. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't turn it on. Finally, finally, at a moment, with your perception check of twenty-eight, as you're approaching the um, the dome from the north, the wind is coming in from the sort of southwest. And as the wind is approaching from the southwest, it's carrying with it certain smells and certain sounds. You swear you hear the sound. This is, this is what it sounds like. And looking to the, uh, looking to the west, uh, looking to in that direction of the sound, the you see a very small pinprick just above the canopy, dip, dipping like a, a dolphin in the waves, up and down, out of, the, out of the canopy. It looks like a giant bee that is coming your way, making a beeline for you, if you will. But not only that, as it gets closer, and because you got so goddamn well on the, uh, the perception check with 28, you can see that this bee has some kind of uh, some kind of custom-made helmet that allows for its uh, her, her antenna to poke through it, and some sort of custom-made leather armor that is very light, light enough for her to fly, but has spaces in it for the wings to poke through. You see, <laughs> the flight of the Valkyrie is playing. As she makes your way towards you, you see her approaching, and then she sees you, ducks down below the um uh below the, the 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 tree line and then there is an almighty bellow of what seems to be the some some kind of animal the size of let's say a giant badger has encountered something on that way and has yelled out in pain lucifer's head shifts over in that direction and immediately his course turns from that of the dome over towards that of your male companion. And then he, his wings uh, furled in behind. He doesn't even have the chance to tell you to hold on. You take a further, oh, minimum on this one. You take a further one point of slashing damage as you plow through the trees. Uh, because you weren't warned, I will have you roll a strength check uh, to keep on. That's good. That's 13 plus your athletics. I'll make it. So enough. You're almost pushed from his back, but one hand manages to hold onto his neck as you uh, as you're plunged through the tree line. The dragon comes plunging through, and as the canopy uh, disappears above you, you can see that uh, in this large sort of clearing in front of you is a dragon, uh, a a half dragon badger spewing forth smoke, which is rising over a uh, a group of about two dozen uh, warriors. 
uh, about a dozen of which are in full plate mail with a symbol of... uh, Would you recognize it? Uh, Let's make a history check. Uh, 14 plus your history of 3, 17, you recognize it as the king's king's crest. On this, uh, on on 12 of the uh, armorers, uh, on their shields are the king's crest, and in the other hand is a long, uh, long sword, each of which is glowing faintly. As they all charge in, getting spewed upon by this uh, this badger, the dragon makes its way towards the battle. You see uh, above them a a, a bee in full armor, about to attack the uh, badger and that is where we're going to pick up next time thank you very much for joining me everybody i will see you next week bye that's all for this episode of twitch tales but if you want to be there to actually join in on the decision making head over to twitch.tv forward slash robert hartley gm and click the little love heart to follow the channel it's free to do and it notifies you when i go live so you can tune in to join the fun i'll see you there